Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Weather's kind of cruddy. Traffic's kind of cruddy. This show hopefully will not be kind of cruddy. I either want to be 100% cruddy or 0% cruddy. I don't want any middle ground today, guys, so step it up. Step it up, low-T Chuck. Welcome to the Mark Aram Show. We're with you for the next two hours. We're going to try to have some fun. Uh, I mean, why not? It's the end of the week. It's Friday. Everyone's happy. And here at the station, it's uh, payday Friday, so... Kudos to all that got those direct deposit checks in there. Uh, coming up in the second hour of the show, Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. I got to start with this. Uh, Chris Chandler just mentioned in the news there. Uh, the Krispy Kreme fire on Ponce de Leon from a couple weeks ago. Uh, fire in- investigators now determined it was arson, which makes my blood boil. I mean, such a historic area. And it was sad enough that it was a fire and it was burning and all this and it's going to be closed for a while. But now to know that this wasn't accidental, it wasn't like a faulty wire or uh, someone messed up the uh, hot oil where they make, no, arson. Now I'm not an official arson investigator. Let me say that up front. I I don't have that certificate. Uh, In fact, all of the uh, information I have about arson comes from movies and television. So there's my background in arson investigation. But in movies and television, arson, Deborah Green, is either uh, it's either a current employee or a disgruntled employee. Always. Always, right? Yeah. Like, at least in the movies and TV, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, they uh, fired Samuel on mm-hmm. Tuesday. And or he, he didn't have the right donut this day yes. and he got angry. Yeah, or, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, uh, Frank was having a rough day and he wanted to go home and the manager wouldn't let him go home, so he set fire to the pizza joint. Like, th- I mean, again, not an official fire investigator or an arson investigator, but that's normally what TV and movies uh, make you believe, that it's either a current disgruntled employee or a former disgruntled employee. And uh, that just, it makes me so mad. I, I mentioned earlier how uh, how important that Krispy Kreme was in my early years here in Atlanta when, you know, I didn't have much money. But if I had three bucks, I'd go get a donut, a cup of coffee, and read the paper and just sit there and soak, soak in the history and, and people watch and... It was it was great stuff. Uh, Grant, I haven't been back in a while uh, it, to sit in there. I've I've gone through the drive-through, and Fred Blankenship would go there every Friday. So I'm really teed off that this is arson. Um, and again, I think it's either a disgruntled current employee or a disgruntled former employee. I'm not telling the Atlanta Fire Department how to do their job, but if they were going to ask me, the Aaron, what's your take on this? That would be my take. I'm sure they're on it. <laughs> so I started thinking, yeah, exactly. So as soon as this news broke, I I couldn't even sleep this afternoon. I was so I mean, I eventually went to bed, but I went to bed late because I was so mad that this was an intentional, like, it's burning a piece of Americana intentionally. It's so dastardly. It's a dastardly deed. And I was like, and I started going through my mind, the disgruntled employee thing. And I'm like, have I ever been a disgruntled employee before? And I went through every single job I've ever had. My first job, uh, writing for my local newspaper, working in a bowling alley, hot dog vendor, dishwasher, 
being a waiter, writing for another newspaper, and then finally come. I've been, I, maybe I'm the norm, but I don't think I am. I have never had a job that I was like, didn't want to go to. And I was You're never. Lucky. Yeah. Am I lucky? Is <laughs> I that think it? so. Like, yeah. I've, I've had some bad jobs, you know, working the um, the fry cook at the, the bowling alley, the, the, the griddle, making mm-hmm. burgers and hot dogs. That was not a good job. Being a dishwasher at a Mexican restaurant was the toughest job I've ever had in my entire life. But if, if I didn't do that job, I wouldn't ha- be where I ha- am now. Like, doing that job was like, wow, all right, I got to get my, my ish together because this I can't do this forever. It was so hard. But I actually enjoyed going. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, like friends with the people there, maybe. Yeah, you got free food, probably. I so my my do my two jobs, well, I had three jobs at the at the Mexican restaurant, um, washing the dishes. That was my number one job. Number two job was bussing the tables, and my third job was to make the uh, tortilla chips, and that was a pretty damn cool job. So hey, uh, I don't have to tell you, Deborah. Let me tell. Let me talk to Longoria, or uh, not uh, Low T Chuck. These guys know how to make uh, nachos. So we take the uh, tortilla. And they had this tortilla press, and he'd come down and, mm-hmm. and cut it into little triangles. And then he'd go to the fryer, and he'd fry them, and then you got to drain them. And I had the guy that trained me, I forgot his name. He had a great influence on my life. <laughs> he would have four bowls set up, one with queso, one with guac, one with salsa, and one with green salsa. And as we, as we took them out and fried them, we were like, well, we got to try them to make sure they're good. Sure. And we, <laughs> so, so that was actually a very enjoyable part of the job. And I got a free, you know, chimichanga at the end of the night, whatever. But that was the, but every job I've ever been to, I've never dreaded, like, I've never been a disgruntled employee. Am I lucky, Longora? Have you ever been, at, like, just at a job you hated or, or were a disgruntled employee? No, I don't think so. I mean, if I didn't like it anymore, I just quit. Yeah, you know? but but you had a, a a job where you were like, "This sucks. I'm out of here." Well, yeah, but it was like my first job when I worked in a fast food joint. You yeah, know? yeah. Of course, it's oh Wiener Schnitzel. Yeah, Wiener Schnitzel. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, it wasn't the best job ever. Yeah. You know. So when I got the movie uh, the movie theater job, that was a step up. Oh, I was that's, like, yeah, yeah, I'll take that, that quick. Absolutely. You know? so I quit. Chuck, I'm assuming you've been disgruntled at every job you've ever had. No, just one. It was the one that got me into radio. The construction gig? Yeah. Yeah, you hated that? Yeah, I was great when I was on my own, but when I went to work for that company, that was the worst. Were you disgruntled to the point that you thought about arson? No, never. <laughs> no, 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 You weren't no, that no, disgruntled. No, yeah. I, don't, I cannot imagine being so disgruntled I'd risk going to jail. Yeah, burn, burning the house down. Yeah, I um, just, no. So I want to talk about the Krispy Kreme story, the arson investigation, but more importantly, uh, your work history, uh, are you like Longoria and, and myself where... We've actually enjoyed all our jobs and we're never disgruntled. Or we were like Deborah and, and Loti, and you've had jobs where you were a disgruntled employee and you despise your job. 404 872 750 1-800-WSB Talk. Um, is there a, a, I didn't really quiz you, Deborah Green, on jobs that uh, you despised or were disgruntled. Do you want to go into detail on any of those? I mean, I worked on a specific morning show where the personalities just did not get along. It made it really difficult for the supporting it's a tough cast. Environment, yeah. yeah, and every day, me and my other producer were just like, <sighs> yeah. what, what's it going to be today? But I loved my job. It was just those the people, people around it. made it really difficult. Yeah. yeah, I've had coworkers that I've despised. One famously, um, I, I, I said, I, I really did not like this person, and I, I said, on the day that they get fired, um, I'm going to throw a party. And I, I did. I had spent thousands of dollars on a party when this person got fired, hired a DJ, got a cake made. Did you know they were going to get fired? Like, were they that bad at their job? They should have been fired years ago. Okay. Um, but when they finally did, 
I uh, I went to uh, what was that restaurant up at the Prado? I'm not sure if it's there anymore, um, but it was great. We had a catered open bar. Clark Howard showed up. Captain Herb showed up. It was fa- it was literally the best time of and my life. And everyone knew why they were there. Yeah, yeah. We had a cake that celebrated it. That's like that's fantastic. Yeah, Blank got fired. Hired a photographer. What? Ray, yeah, Ray Burnell came and took pictures. Had wow. a DJ. It was. Did the person wow. find out later? Like, I hope so. Had... I really hope so. <laughs> It was fantastic because I, I just have to work with them. Ten plus years. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, yeah I could see where you'd. Yeah, uh, but but it's still I still loved my job. But you know, if you have a a, a bad coworker, um, but that was one of the one of the greatest days of my life. <laughs> when uh, when when Clark Howard and Captain Herb show up to your firing party, yeah, you know you were a bad egg, yeah, you a were bad seed, hard to deal with. Yeah, oh, that was a good time. Heavy apps. We had tons well, that's of That's why actually why I asked if they knew why they were there because I was surprised that those two. Yeah, no, they knew something like that. But clearly, this person was awful. Yeah, I wonder <laughs> if I could find out how how long do uh, evites stay around? Like, I didn't even know oh. evites were still around. Oh, are they not? I'd, I'd, I'd love to find the evite that I sent out because I'm sure, pretty sure I sent an evite like blank got fired. Let's party. You could probably search your email. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. There's the, if you don't delete sent messages, which I never do. You should be able to go in there and find All right. it. I'll try to. I'll try to do that. that yeah. Somebody remembers time. it. Somebody still has it. Yeah, it was such a good time. A I invited page. so not only I, so I invited every, like not all the coworkers. Like managers couldn't go. You know sure. that would have yeah, been bad. bad. They wanted to go, but they couldn't go. But I, I I invited my baseball buddies, my poker buddies. Like I was like, hey, I got open bar and appetizers and a cake. Like come on, and so it was like people that didn't even know this person that got fired. Came and showed up, and it was. Oh. I'll show you pictures. I definitely still have pictures from it because I hired a photographer. Great reason to have a that party. That is fantastic. Yeah, I hired I, a I really is. That's like something you're, you see in a TV show or a movie, but people don't really yeah. do that in real life. But luckily, since then, I've never had a coworker that despicable where I had to even consider. Like, I'll get donuts if someone that, that I don't, you know, <laughs> right. hey, I'm gonna. Well, that oh, now the takes millennial. me back to Krispy Kreme. I'll go to Krispy Kreme if if a blank gets fired. Uh, but now I can't go to that Krispy Kreme. So I want to talk about that, whether or not uh, you think this is uh, my theory, first off, on the uh, arsonist. Was this a, a current disgruntled or former disgruntled employee? And uh, in your in your work career, uh, wh- what's the worst job you had that you were the most disgruntled, that you, that you just despised that job? Is there a job that sticks out in your mind that you're like, yeah, that was the worst job I ever had? And I can't believe it. Looking back, I can't believe I did that job for whatever reason. Uh, bad boss, bad coworkers, just a horrible job. Um, that's where we're going to start the show. We're going to have fun on a Friday. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram. At Mark Arrow. Uh, what else do we have to talk about on the show tonight? Uh, Deborah Green's got the Girl Scout Cookie Power Rankings. we got some changes coming to Golden Corral. And, oh, yeah, your stimulus checks might be closer to coming. We'll discuss that as well. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Come on. So today's Erica Badu's 50th birthday. <laughs> and, and coming up next half hour, we're going to hear some Erica Badu music. It's all right, Longoria. It's Friday. I, I completely forgot. I forgive you. Uh, you told me too early. Mike joins us in Conyers with his window down or off-roading or something. Mike, what's going on, buddy? Well, uh, let me take you off speaker, I guess. Thank uh, you, bud. wanted to say that your story about the firing party brought to mind that scene in Ace Ventura when nature calls when he leaves the Buddhist temple and everybody's partying in the background. Um but um, the I'm a disgruntled employer. Oh, as, 
when you end up having to work relatives because they're unemployed, your uh, sister's husband and their kids and so forth, and you can't fire someone, it's uh, it terribly, it just takes all the joy out of, uh, you know, when you've got personalities working against you. So that's my experience. When I've worked for other people, I've uh, not necessarily gotten along well with them, but I have enjoyed the job. Yeah, that's tough when you mix family into uh, the business environment, for sure. That, that can get a little awkward, I'm assuming. I've never worked with any of my family members, but um, uh, that's just too much pressure. Al's up next to the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, Al? What's going on here in Florida? Okay, about the arsonist with the Krispy Kreme. Yes, sir. I imagine, he, I imagine he's a current employee. You know how a lot of artists like to go back to the scene to watch the place burn? I'm kind of wondering if he wants to see if the hot light would come on also. That was, the, yeah, I, I mean, that was I, the first, the joke didn't, was fell flat. But the first part, yeah, in TVs and movies, the arsonist goes, they like there to see their... They're always in, in the crowd, yeah. Yeah, they like to see their handiwork. What's that, Chuck? That was a joke? That he wanted to see the hot light come on? Ugh. Yeah. I mean, I think that was a joke. Mike's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Mike. Hey, how are you? I just had a quick question. Uh, who did you have the fire party for? I missed that part because I tuned in. Did uh, you say or no? I did not say. I did not say. And it wouldn't be someone you know. It, it's not like um, who used to work here. It, it's not. Uh, it's not. It's not Bortz or anybody. It's it's no one you oh, okay. you you would not recognize their name. But they, they let's just put it this way: they were an awful person. Again, if Clark Howard and Captain Herb come to your firing party, you stank. Uh, there telling. we go, Erica Badu, Queen Badu. Uh, we're going to come back talking about uh, the worst job you've ever had because I think this was a disgruntled uh, former employee or current employee that uh, set fire to the Krispy Kreme. Uh, worst job you ever had. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. Uh, you can tweet at me, at Mark Arum, M-A-R-K-A-R-U-M. News, weather, traffic, next. This is Robert Wagner, and you're listening to that famous anti-dentite, Mark Arum. Again, not Erica Badu. Not Erica Badu. What, what's going on, Longoria? You all right? Oh, yeah, you're I, distracted. I set this up. I set this up earlier, and I just forgot about you're it. You're distracted because today what? is... Oh, it's my daughter's birthday. Your daughter's birthday. Yeah. How old and which she daughter? She's eight years old, and it's Lily Lark. Lily Longoria. Lark is going to have a Lego party. Tomorrow. Tomorrow yeah. night. What does a Lego party entail, Nothing. Uh, <laughs> nothing. I mean, <laughs> nothing really. I mean, just Lego stuff, Lego paper plates, Lego napkins, Aww. Lego... And you're you not know. doing it at Monkey Joe's this year because no, we're doing yet. it outside in the backyard. All right, good for Got you. Got a couple of neighborhood kids that they play with, and then they're going to come over, and we're just going to have a good time. You said eight or nine. How old? No. How old is Lily? Gonna eight. Be? Eight. Eight years old. Yeah. And Jackson Abernathy Haynes Bridge is now eight months. Chuck, how old is? Yep, just turned eight months. Can he? I'm trying to see. If there's a scenario where they will get married. The younger daughter probably would have a. Yeah, she's almost six, so that's. A little stretch, but yeah. I want to see the families mixed. If this were the 1600s, <laughs> I want to see the families mixed. <laughs> if this were the 1600s, I would decree this to be so. Oh, really? Yeah, I would say Chuck's Chuck's son, Longoria's daughter. You will, when they come of age, they will be married. I don't think that's how it works, but sure. Mm -hmm. No, I'm saying if it was the 1600s. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he I'm has just... a daughter that's about my youngest age. I mean, who yeah, knows? They could be. Oh, three. I forgot about. They yeah, could, you know. Three. That could happen. I don't know. We don't. We don't know that. All right. <laughs> I don't know my daughters in the future. <laughs>
Chuck's just <laughs> just just turn Chuck's mic off. Uh, we're discussing the uh, possibility. Well, Atlanta uh, fire investigators say that the Krispy Kreme on Ponce was is now being investigated as an arson. Which I, I was so upset about this story originally. Now I'm just angry that someone had the uh, the the cojones to burn down an Atlanta landmark. Uh, and again, I'm not a professional fire or arson investigator, but TV and movies have led me to believe that it's either a former or current disgruntled employee that usually sets the fires, or it's just a crazy arson person. Oh, I forgot about that. Like, there's just a crazy, like, if you ever watch um, Blacklist on NBC, like, the, there's an arsonist in there, and he's he's not an, a, an employee. He's just, he like just likes burning stuff down. So that's a third possibility. Uh, have you ever been disgruntled at a job? And I guess what's the worst job you've ever had and why? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. John is in Buford, Georgia. John, welcome to the show. Well, thank you. What's uh, going Building on your movies theory, uh, you just mentioned prior experience with arson. Uh, what about the crackhead that burned down 85? I don't think that was intentional, was it? I mean, I just think it was uh, accidental. He was making a fire to cook beans or keep warm or something. I don't know. I don't think they ever uh, just determined that was arson. It wasn't an intentional blaze. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Well, I have no bad jobs. Oh, good. All right. So you, you're like me, John. I, I, it's pretty remarkable that I've never... I mean, there are days where I'm like, oh, I don't want to go to work, but I've never dreaded going to a job in my entire working career. And I've been working since 13 years old. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is. Yeah. It's very rare. It is. I think I don't know. Is it or is it not? Am I, uh, am I on an island or is there a wave of folks like me? Brandon in Marietta. Brandon, welcome to the show. Yes, sir. I was calling in about the, the worst job I've ever had. Yeah, give it to me. Okay, so this is in the late 90s, and I was a young father, and I had a wife, had a young family, and you'll do anything, you know, to support your family. So I was trying to get on with the Georgia Department of Transportation. At that time, you had to work uh, as a temporary in the summertime with a with a hope of a full-time job in the fall. Okay. So they put me at the rest area on the side of the interstate cleaning toilets for eight hours a day in the rest area. Oh, you know which way? I, I can't imagine you would ever forget which rest area that would have been. Uh, I-75 northbound into Darysville. <laughs> oh, that's a tough one, too. Longoria yeah, knows was... that rest area well. That reminds me of so my buddy from Ohio. When he was in uh, high school, all the high school kids would sign up for summer jobs through the city, right? That was, that was part of the deal. And the hope was you'd get the lifeguard at the city pool or parks and rec, and you'd help the kids play wiffle ball or whatever. Um, but he got the, the worst draw of the lottery and he wound up working at the sewage plant. And his wow. job was to put on waders and like wade into the pool and like unclog stuff that you, people flush that they're not supposed to flush. You know what I'm saying, Brandon? Well, well I, you know, I said that uh, you would do any job to feed your family, but now you <laughs> yeah. make me rethink that one. What do you imagine? Like, you're, my buddy's like 15 or 16. He's like, oh, man, I hope I get that parks and rec job. And they're like, no, you're at the sewage plant unsticking the drains when people flush things they're not supposed to flush. Blech. But he stuck it out. He stuck it out. Good for him. Um, all right. Worst job you've ever had. And were you ever a disgruntled employee? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. There's Erica Badu on her 50th birthday, and this is The Mark Aram Show. So sweet. Hey.
show 653, uh, 49 degrees on Peachtree Street. Uh, let me go back to uh, Doug Turnbull, if you don't mind, Longoria. Doug, if you're still there, yes, uh, I just caught the, the uh, beginning of that uh, possible breaking news situation. What exactly do you do you know right now? Uh, just spoke to Hall authorities like we do once an hour when we call around, and they said, hey, Atlanta Highway's shut down. And I said, oh, what's going on? And I was thinking they'd say a crash. They said, oh, we got a plane down. And wow. I was like, say that again? But they don't have any other details for us. I've already uh, di- divvied that out to our news folks. They'll be digging. And, of course, if we hear anything, Alex Williams through the night here will pass it on as well. All right, give me, uh, give me the location again, Doug. Yeah, for sure. It was it, uh, some plane down. We're not sure the extent of or any injuries or anything. It's on Atlanta Highway, Highway 13 at Memorial Park Drive, right next to the airport there outside of Gainesville. That's Lee Gilmer Memorial Airport. All right, so if, if you're in that area, folks, and you see uh, you're on the scene, uh, you give us a call on the open mic or just call the traffic center on the uh, Triple Team Traffic Alerts app and, and get some information to Alex Williams. All right, so possible breaking news there out of Gainesville, uh, Hall County. Al, uh, uh, Doug, your name is Doug. Yes, Thank sir. you, Doug. I appreciate it, buddy. Have a good weekend, no. by the way. Hey, you too, buddy. Thank All right, you. There you go. Uh, Tony joins us in uh, Dallas. Tony, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? I'm doing great. Thank you, Mark. Worst job you ever had, brother? Oh, uh, well, uh, I was a uh, fuel jockey at a convenience store years ago. What is that exactly, yeah. a fuel jockey? Uh, you pump the gas. So this was like uh, not a self serve gas station, it was a full serve well, gas station. It, it, had self-serve and then uh they as an added benefit to to their customers they did full serve on a couple pops but uh never wanted to burn the place down obviously (laughs) that would be easy to do but why did you dislike that job so much it's just just out in the cold it was up north and didn't like it and uh just wanted to get out of it but best motivation to get a new job did people tip you what's the what's the protocol there well man that's been that's been years ago. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. That's back when gas was probably, uh, I date myself, probably about <laughs> 70, 80 cents a gallon. And people, and so yeah. if they got $10 worth of gas, would they throw you a buck or two, or you never got tips? <laughs> More like 25 cents or something right. like that. But they would do it. Is, is that, so I know there's a couple of states, New Jersey is one of them, where it's all full serve. Which is crazy. If you're ever driving up there, Chuck, uh, you, you can't pump your own gas. It's against even at like rest areas, like the off the Jersey Turnpike or yeah. I-95 or whatever. Like you go to a gas station in New Jersey, there's people out there that pump your gas. What happens if you just like get out and just like whatever? No, they, they you can't. They'll arrest they'll, you. They'll yell at you. Get back in your car. Oregon too. Oregon is that the other state? Um, it's so 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 weird. But I, I never I know. Can get used to that. But I never know wonder whether to tip them or not. Like it's a like it seems like it's a tipping job. Yeah, I guess you should. Right, yeah. they're out there in the elements, especially yeah. in New Jersey. But the, when you if you pay by credit card, which I usually do for the gas to get the points and all that stuff, they don't have you know at a restaurant there's a space for a tip, at the gas station there's no space for the tip. So it's like, eh, pull, digging change out of the yeah, console yeah. Hey, here. I, I don't know, it's just so weird. But I remember back in the day. before us, uh, I guess maybe when I was a kid, this was the tail end of it, where you'd go to the gas station. Like in um, Back to the Future. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they go and they'd uh, wash your window yeah, and yeah, yeah. put air in your tire and all that. that just. Now you got to do that now yourself. Yeah. No one does that stuff, though. Mm. No one's washing your window. You ever, you ever try to use those window washers that the, uh, <laughs> yes. the squeegee things? Yeah. They're ne- there's How never... dirty is that water? Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> um, all right. We're, uh, Chuck, you all right? Chuck's okay. He yeah, ran into here. Yeah, just stuff for the plane crash. Oh, oh good. People have been calling Look at Chuck. He's, he's working. He's working. working. He's working the phones. Um, we're going to move along. We got Girl Scouts. We got Golden Corral. We got Russ in Gainesville.
Like, what more do you want? That's the triumvirate right there. Uh, we'll continue to take your calls, as always, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Happy 50th, Erica Badu. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I'll run this town to be near you. to the show and a good Friday Eve to you. Mark Aram here. You there at 708, eight minutes after seven o'clock. This is the number one rated Mark Aram show. Heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. The whole family here tonight. Deborah Green, the executive producer of the program. Shlongoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. My chief of staff, uh, Beefsteak Charlie, screens them calls. Coming up uh, in the next half hour, we're going to play Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. We're going to continue to monitor the uh, situation there out of Hall County. Uh, Cheryl Castro, an update there from uh, Hall County authorities. Or was it Cheryl? Was it Hall County authorities or Gainesville police that you got? Gainesville police, uh, a single engine uh, plane crash. Alex Williams working his sources, and Chuck working sources. We had callers in here that uh, yeah. that saw it go down. So uh, kudos to my chief of staff, making up some stuff, making sometimes. up for yesterday. <laughs> you missed a fun would you rather I, yesterday. I'm sure I did. That's so a, by was, the way. I was bummed I had to miss yesterday. Just between us. So I, sometimes I'll send Sanjay a couple of questions. Like I know he's busy, tax season. So I'm like, well, here's a couple of questions. And it was the first two questions yesterday. And he edited them. Oh, no. And it made them worse. <laughs> That's why. Did you hear the frustration in my voices? I was like, are you sure the well's in Piedmont Park, Sanjay? Like, can it be not in Piedmont? You know, and then I forget the second one was. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, chastising for <laughs> yeah, messing like, with your genius. Uh, yeah, I'm the I'm the Jewish poet laureate. You don't yeah. mess with my words. <laughs> Jews nugget. You don't need to add to the Mona Lisa. You understand my? Um, all right. Before we get back to the phones, can we talk about money for a second? So I wanted to talk about the uh, stimulus check. So it looks like fourteen hundred dollars is getting closer. And as I was uh, googling that, um, I saw this article from CNBC. Uh, we're going to play a little game here, Longoria. Um, just between us four bananas. Do you have any sort of? Uh, Price is Right or any any kind of game show music. Is that the dating game? <laughs> I love it. Good job. Yeah. All right, so this is uh, from CNBC. Average uh, 401k balance by age. By age. First of all, are you guys all in the, the WSB oh, yeah. Radio 401k? Yes. Yeah. All right, Deborah, are you in on that? No, but I have another 401k. You have another one? All right, you should get it. It's free money. I'm not I'm not going Clark Howard here, but. I, I'll never mind. All right. <laughs> We'll talk about it off the air. Uh, all right, so let's see. Uh, the average. We're going to start with Low T Chuck because he's my chief of staff. <laughs> How much do you think the average American between the age of twenty and twenty nine has saved in their four hundred one k at this in point? An actual four hundred one k. Actual four hundred one k. Not under the bed. Not in a bank account. A four hundred one k. Average American between the age of twenty and twenty nine. Ten thousand. Ten thousand dollars. Longoria, what are you going? Five thousand. Five thousand dollars. This is Price is Right rules, by the way. Deborah. <sighs> like twelve. Deborah gets it's fifteen thousand. Fifteen thousand. That's pretty Still good though. Yeah. Well, when you're yeah. right out of college, yeah. maybe you were working in high school or something. That was so the greatest thing I did was as soon as I got hired here, I, I was in on the four hundred one k and I was making eight dollars an hour. So I mean it was pennies I was throwing in there, but the company matches it. All right, four hundred one k 
Price is Right continues. Age 30 to 39. This time we'll start with Longoria. The average American age 30 to 39. How much do they have in their 401k? Probably has to be a little less, I would think. What was the other one? 15? So... 15, 20 to 29. Yeah, I think 10. Why would it be less? I, 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 it goes I, more as you get older. Yeah, right? I understand that, but like I, I didn't get into it till I was later on in my life. I, in my twenties and thirties, I didn't even. All right, so do your it. your answer is fifteen thousand. Yeah. Deborah, but this is the thirties. Thirty to thirty-nine. Yeah. Okay, we have a real job by now. Maybe two closer to forty if you manage yeah. it well. Yeah. Four. So you're saying closer to that's the number. Four, closer I'll to say 40. 40. Yeah. 40. All right. Low T Chuck. Average of 401k balance for Americans thirty to thirty-nine. I was gonna say forty, so I'll go a little bit higher. I'll say forty-five. All right, you could price his rider and go forty thousand and one. All right, uh, you win, Chuck. It's fifty thousand eight hundred dollars yeah. for the Price is Right. So it goes. I guess I'm going to give you a hint, Longoria. Goes no, higher. I understand. All right. <laughs> okay. All right, this time we'll start on Deborah. Forty to forty-nine. The average four hundred one k balance for a, an American forty to forty-nine. And by the way, if you're driving now, this will give you an idea of where you are financially too. If you're in one of these age brackets, how you're doing against your peers. Uh, forty to forty-nine. The average four hundred one k. Thirty to thirty-nine was fifty thousand eight hundred. What's it forty to forty-nine? God, you're almost not. That's quite. that's all of us. Well, I don't know about Deborah, but this no. is three of us in here. Yeah. yeah. So this is our our meaty spot. Uh, I, mean, I would say you're not quite doubling it, but and again, I think it depends on your individual. Sure. So. This is the average, so. Like. One ten. One ten. Uh, low T Chuck. So you're basically just doubling it a little bit, a little bit more. Around right. there. Uh, low T Chuck. The number uh, to beat is one ten. <laughs> Average 401k for 40 to 49s. I'm saying 150. 150. Uh, Longoria, the Stoic Eskimo. I'm going to go 90. Uh, what was your guess, Deborah? 110. 110. 120, 800. Yeah. Okay. 120,800. So Chuck was too high. Longoria was too low. Are you got, do, you, do you feel comfortable about that number? Yeah. We're all in that age bracket? Oh, yeah. I'm not going to ask. You feel okay? All yeah. right. All right, uh, 50 to 59, back to low T Chuck. Now this is, you're getting close to retirement age, right? At 50 to 59, you're thinking about retiring. What's the average 401k balance for a 50 to 59-year-old? I'm going to say 225. 225, $225,000. Longoria. Let's go 300,000. Oh, wow, Longoria, nice. Uh, Deborah Green, we got 225 and 300k. I was going to say quarter of a million. You are all over. All Where's over two hundred three thousand six hundred dollars, two oh three six. All right, this is this is next one. Sixty to sixty nine. This is you're you're retiring. This is coming up. Uh, we'll start with Longoria. Sixty to sixty nine. Again, fifty to fifty nine was two hundred three thousand dollars. Longoria. The average American sixty to sixty nine has how much in their four hundred one k? I'm gonna do three hundred thousand. Three hundred again. Deborah Green. I'll stay with quarter of a mil. Quarter of a million. Low T Chuck. Okay, so this is the next 10 years. Yeah, 60 to 69. And we were at two-something? 203 from 50 to 59. I'm going to say four, 400. That that would have been my guess, too. It barely goes up from 203 to 229. Is it because people start, start to retire maybe? and it's the average? I don't know. Or they start... Um, Taking out? Or they scale back. Like, up until that oh, age, sure. maybe you're in the stocks, and then you slow down. You're like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, like let yeah, me pump the brakes. Sense. Let me pump the brakes, Longoria, and throw this. You know what brakes are, by the way? <laughs> he knows what the gas is. I know, you know what the, the gas is. You don't know what the That's the thing that's that pedal on the left, Yeah, right? it's the yeah, other one. Okay. Um, so, and, and I'm oh, not going to yeah. ask 70 or plus because it actually goes down because that's when you start withdrawing. Um, 70 plus, the average uh, 401k uh, deposit uh, or total. Well, that's not much to live on. 213,600. No. Not not really. You not think really, about if it. If you think about how long you might live. Yeah. I guess maybe if, if you're in a dual income home, 
then you'll each have 401k. So maybe yeah. you get half a millionaire, Social Security, savings. Yeah. Again, I'm not Clark Howard. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, again, if, if, you're, uh, if you're a Gen Zer or a millennial and you're not taking advantage of your 401k, you're missing out. It is tr- Mine has grown. I, I don't do anything. Like, I literally don't do anything with them. I'm like, all right, we'll invest in this, and then ba 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 ba, and it just grows, and it's free money. We're lucky here at the station, though, because they do. Uh, I think it's a three percent match, three or four, something like something that. like that, depending on how hard you work. So Chuck gets a four, Longoria <laughs> gets a twenty-four percent match. <laughs> um, but it's basically it's and it's tax for anyway. That's I'm getting off my horse, but uh, that's a, that's a, some surprising numbers there. Surprising. I know people that have worked here for as long as I have that have not been in the 401k. Ugh. And it's like, and I understand if you're, there were times where um, I had to scale back what I was sure, putting which, in. Yeah. You know, I, well, I got a mortgage now, so I can't max out my 401k. But I was always putting something in there to get, uh, to get the, the match, the benefit. It's for it literally free money. Yeah. Where else are you going to get free money? Not around here. TheRevenant.com. Oh, yeah, you. right. And the co- <laughs> me. Uh, anyway, so there, I just thought that was interesting stuff. Um, I won't bore you with these details, but the average, how much Americans are contributing to their 401k, that makes no sense. Isn't it all Isn't it all capped? Don't you have to cap that? Yeah, but most people are anywhere close. I mean, most people only contribute up to what their company will match, and they kind of stop there. Yeah, all right. I don't know too many people that, you know, Put in fifteen or even ten percent. Well, there's the, but there's a yearly cap. So um, believe me, all of us make way less. Well, not you, but we yeah, make yeah. way less than what the yearly cap would be. Really? It's a, it's not that much. Are you sure? I don't know. I don't, Again, I don't, I don't know. Stuff. I don't I'll, do anything. I'm not West Moss. I'm not Clark Howard. <laughs> yeah. But I'm pretty sure. I, I don't think that. Like, what do you think the cap is? Yearly cap for a four hundred one k? I don't know. I just know I don't. You don't hit it. No. Yeah. All right. Because I think the max you can put in is what, like thirty percent or something like that. No, no, no. Yeah, that less you can than contribute that. to a four hundred one k. Yeah, it's less than that. I think the max you can contribute is nine percent. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. We there's just people, went to there's people two in their cars right now. Conversation. Conversation. Just I have no idea. These two are morons. Oh no, maybe, maybe it's <laughs> seriously. Fourteen. I know what's happening in people's Matt, cars. There's right no now. way it's more than fifteen percent. Like I'm sure it's fifteen percent is the max you can put in there. Okay, but we I think there's a yearly. Here. Deborah's gonna do this during the break. She's, 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 she's <laughs> yeah. like, great. Because we all stupidity. Right yeah, to there's work. money managers right now. Go these freaking morons. How do they have a radio show? I'm telling you. I, I know. I know. All right. Here's what I know. <laughs> For sure. I know there's a yearly dollar amount cap. Yeah. The phones are ringing right now. <laughs> yeah. Angry money people. All right, don't tell us now, Deborah. Because maybe... it doesn't give me a percentage; it gives me money. So uh, that total money. Yeah. All right, oh, hold okay. hold that off. I thought there was a max percentage of your paycheck. I'm pretty sure there is. I'm pretty thought, sure there is. Thought it was higher than nine. I think it's nine percent. We should stop Somebody's talking gonna about call. this. Just answer with the phone. Yeah. Somebody's four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk. As always, do not take financial advice. From me or any of the bananas here on the Mark Aram Show, we are strictly an entertainment broadcast. 404, set us straight, financial dudes and dudettes. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On a Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. Peace and blessings, man.
Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Uh, the Bananas and I about to get fact-checked something fierce by the callers. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Dwayne and Buford Dwayne, how far off uh, reality were we on that last segment? Well, all I can tell you is that I've been saving 15% of my paycheck for years and years. But I think the lady is correct. It's more about the dollar amounts. You can save up to 7000 a year or whatever that number is. Um, and uh, when you get older, you can save more. It's like called a catch-up thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard of that, the catch-up thing. All right. Uh, not the mustard thing, Longoria. Uh, Ellison's in Locust Grove. Ellison, fact check us, please. Yeah, uh, you guys are pretty off. We, uh, <laughs> I do. <laughs> me, myself, I'm 32. I do 11%, and my company matches uh, an additional five, but um, I, I plan on being at 25% within the next five years. And the, as far as I know, there's, I think it's $18,000 a year. Is that what you found the out, Deborah? De- Deborah actually did some research so on this. It's 19.5 until you get to 50, then it can go up to 26, and the limit is set by the IRS. 19,500 up until 50, 50 yep. and then it goes to what? 26. 26k after 50. So there yeah, you go. About right. All right. So what are you doing? How many? What percentage are you doing, Allison? I do 11%, and my company does 5% on top of that. That's awesome, man. That's that's free money right there. You're you're. And how old are you? 32. That's awesome. Good for you, buddy. You're going to be retired before I am, and I'm going to be really mad at you. But right now, I'm <laughs> proud of you for doing that. Uh, Keith in Cartersville chiming in on the 401 uh, minimums and maximums. What do you got there for us, Keith? Well, Deborah just had my answer there, so she, she's correct that there is a escalating based on your age. So, so uh, I'm n- over 60, so I, I, I know what bracket I fit in. So, But is there a percentage max or no? You can... But everyone I makes different percentage, think, right? Like that's what I'm saying. Correct. But like, I'm I'm pretty yeah. sure that it's 15 percent is the max you Text can. Clark Howard. I'm not going to bother him now. <laughs> then maybe I will. I'll see what he. I'll see what he. You know what we got to bring back? Speaking of texting, texting Tuesday. You don't remember that, Deborah? No, I've never heard of that. Oh, it was it was nixed well before you got. I don't even remember it. You don't remember? I would uh, <laughs> I would I would post a like random random picture on Twitter, like usually something really gross. And people would copy the picture and text it with no words on it oh, I remember that. to their spouses to see what the oh, reaction would be. Okay. Maybe we'll bring that back. I miss texting Tuesday. Uh, Renee's in McDonough. Renee, you want to chime in on the 401k? Well, actually, uh, I'm her husband, Will. Renee stepped out for oh, a second. What's um, going on, Will? You're a good husband. <laughs> well, you may change your mind after, uh, after hearing <laughs> this. I've got a great wife. She actually works for a company that and has for quite a few years that matches her contribution 100% up oh, to the maximum. Wow. You're, she's your sugar mama then. That's right. And so <laughs> she turns 50 this year, so she hits the 26,000 uh, catch-up, and they'll match it dollar for dollar. Since she's not listening, do you, want to t- how much, do you know how much she has saved in the 401k already with that huge uh, match? Yes, I do. Um, she's got, uh, she's right at a million bucks. That is fantastic. Are you serious? Yeah. And, uh, she, like I said, she'll be 50 this year. And of course I've got my, my own outside of that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, her, y'all are talking about 401ks tonight and, uh, I don't have a 401k where I'm at at work, but it's, it's you have a, a wife. kind of a scale. You got a, wife. You got a rich right. wife. What do you need that for? How old is she? She's 49, turns 50 this year. So since she turns 50 this year, she gets to hit the 26,000. And catch she's up already got year. seven. She's not 50 yet. She's already got seven figures in the 401k. 
That's right. You just made a lot of people sad on their ride home right now. Hey, I... Well, I, I uh, <laughs> but, but your point's well taken is, you know, the trick is to get started early. Yeah. Well, the, other, the other advantage is, you know, people think they can't do it. And even if it's the 19.5, you know, they say, oh, I can't afford $19,500. Well, every dollar you put into your 401k reduces your taxable yeah, income as 100%, well. And so, 100%. That's right. I got to run, brother. Thanks for taking over from Renee. Give her our best. All right, thanks. And if she gets tired of you, I know a lot of single guys that uh, could <laughs> would love to date a millionaire. Uh, Mike and Eric, hang tight. Oh, I need two contestants to play Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. Call now, 404-872-0750. Hey, everybody. This is Steve Gutenberg, and you are listening to The Mark Aram Show. Keep listening. He packed in animals two by two. Kangaroo, 736, 50 soggy degrees on Peachtree Street. Mark Aram and the Bananas with you till 8 in the p.m. we got some big jams on 85 South heading into Midtown. As I forecasted this morning on Channel 2 Action News this morning. You know I do uh, traffic forecasting now, Deborah Green. I know you're... Uh, do you traffic st- forecasting. Yeah, mm-hmm. where I, in the mornings, I say what it's going to oh, be like in the yes. evenings. At 6 o'clock, expect to be this yeah. fast, yes. So I called this one. I call I called this jam into, into well, Midtown. Yeah, in my... Uh, this is, this is not like I have radars to look at. You know, this is just my expertise. You've got to be 50% accurate, like a weather person, right? No, i got to be more <laughs> than that. Like, people people trust on my my traffic forecasting. Uh, so check us out every morning, 4.30 a.m. on uh, Channel 2 Action News with my buddy Fred, Linda Stouffer, and Brian Monahan. Um, what was I going to talk about? Russ and Gainesville? Is he coming up in a second? We got two contestants, Chuck? Yeah, we do. Uh, but before we do that, Eric's been hanging on. Probably wants to correct us more on the 401k talk. What's going on, Eric? Yeah, you're right. So you said 15%. Yeah. Um, actually, um, it can be a 100% diversion of your income up to the 19.5. So if you make 19.5, and you want to put it all in the 401k. Just you're put it all in there. Can I do it, like, early so I max it out by May? Like, just 100% of yeah. my, yeah? Oh, interesting. But yep. you just you just can't go over that 19.5. Correct. All right. And if you, if you own a corporation, as corporations, you can do profit share as part of it. It can actually be much higher than that. So huh. sometimes that's a good reason to open up your own business. All right. Excellent. Thanks for the uh, the information, Eric. Appreciate it, buddy. All right. Take care. Have, have a good weekend, time. too, bud. You too. All right. Uh, let's play Never Have I Ever with uh, our buddy Russ in, uh, in Gainesville, Georgia. I've been everywhere, man. It's Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. Everybody's favorite uh, dude in Hall County. Uh, oh, by the way, Russ, we got a plane crash in Hall County. You've been monitoring that? No. You know, I, I don't live downtown anymore. I'm about 10 miles out. Yeah. So I didn't know about it till you said it. Actually, there you go. Well, we'll keep you we'll keep you posted here. Alex Williams, Cheryl Castro got you covered with the breaking news in uh, Hall County, uh, which is Russ's home's turf. All right, so uh, Russ is everybody's favorite caller. He's lived a very magical life, and this is where we play <laughs> Never Have I Ever, where I'm going to say a phrase, and the contestants have to guess whether or not Russ has ever done that thing. Uh, Alan is uh, contestant number one. Alan, tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Well, I actually work over in Gainesville at the Lowe's, um, and I live up here in Lumpkin County. Oh, nice. Is Russ allowed at the Lowe's in uh, Gainesville? (laughs) I I believe so. I don't think I've ever seen him there, but he's welcome. 
You are welcome there, Russ. Uh, Alan, you're going to be playing John in Dallas. John, welcome to the show. Tell the folks a little bit about yourself. I'm retired from Lockheed Aircraft and uh, living up here in Dallas, living the dream. My man. Let me ask you a personal question, if you don't mind, John. Uh, those fine folks at Lockheed, they get you a pension? Yes, sir. Oh, that's fantastic. So you don't have to worry about that 401k. You got that good old Lockheed pension. And a 401k. And a 401k. Uh, John, you don't deserve the prize. You're already rolling in the bucks tonight. But we actually do have a prize to give away. One prize to give away. All right, so never have I ever with Russ in Gainesville. Uh, I'm going to say a thing, and you guys have to tell me whether or not Russ has done a said thing. We'll start with you, Alan. We'll start uh, We'll start G-rated. Has Russ in Gainesville ever made a snow angel? A snow angel. You know what that is, Alan? Yes, I, 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 I do know what it is, but... Um, I don't believe so unless it was when he was very young because I've been listening to him talk about his mobility lately. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think he's making <laughs> snow angels right now, but uh, Russ did uh, grow up in New Jersey for a little bit. Russ, have you ever made a snow angel? No, but I, I put my name in the snow. Ah, we've all done that. There you go. Uh, so that takes us to our next uh, Never Have I Ever. John in Dallas says, uh, Russ ever urinated in snow? <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I think so. Russ, you ever urinated in snow? That's what I was talking about writing my name. Yeah, that's exactly why I did that. All right. I just want to give everyone a point here. All right, Alan, you're up. Let's stick with the snow. Uh, has Russ in Gainesville ever uh, participated in a snowball fight? Yes. Russ, you ever participated in a snowball fight? I hit my girlfriend with one the other day. <laughs> when, when were you getting snow from the other day? You know, we had snow for like 24 oh. hours. Dude. You hit, you hit your wind. blind girlfriend in the face with a snowball. <laughs> Is that what you're telling me? Well, she's from Georgia. I thought she'd never been hit by one before, so I initiated it. <laughs> All right. Uh, John in Dallas never have her with Russ in Gainesville. Has Russ in Gainesville ever operated a snow cone machine? A snow cone machine. Russ in Gainesville. No. Russ, you ever operated a snow cone machine? I don't even know what it is. <laughs> you know what a snow cone is? I think, yeah. What is a snow cone? Wait, hold on. Stop the music. Stop the music. We're going to get Alex Williams in here for Alex Williams. Does Alex Williams know this food? Alex, you over there, buddy? Oh, absolutely. All right, here Everybody we go. loves a snow cone. Well, hold on. Let's, let's play your intro. Does Alex Williams know this food? Does Alex Williams know this food? Does Alex Williams know this food? <laughs> Does Alex Williams know this food? <laughs> that boy don't know what that is. All right, so yesterday, Alex didn't know what porridge was. He said it was soup. Let's now, not go back to that. We're going to find out. Alex Williams, does you, do you know what a snow cone is? Absolutely. Well, tell me what a snow cone is. A snow is. cone is, it's, um, I mean, it's almost like uh, like frozen ice with, like, flavored uh, dye almost on it, you know? Flavored dye. I don't know what you want to call it. Yeah. Uh, it's The best were slush puppies, though. Slush puppy. All right. Yeah, uh, yeah you're after, like, youth baseball it's games. It's syrup. Flavored syrup. Flavored syrup. Yeah, not dye. But all right, Alex, Alex Williams did know that food. I'm making Longoria do so many button pushing right here. Do we have do we have do, do we have something for Alex knowing the food? I know we got like nine things going on right now. There you go. <laughs> we'll take that. Alex knew the snow cone. All right, back to thank you, Alex. Uh, his wife was so mad at me this morning, by the way. With the porridge? Yeah, she's like, that's a breakfast soup. He was right. It's not soup. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's not soup. Yeah, oh, yeah, no. Chuck, you were here. You were no, here for this. I'm so, so bummed Alex, I this. Alex did not know what porridge was. He guessed it was a soup. <laughs> and then his wife, who works for Channel 2, was furious at me this morning. She's like, it's a breakfast soup. Hey, there's no breakfast soup. That's anyway. like saying cereal is breakfast. Yeah, yeah. so, uh, well, exactly. G growing up in Montana, you know what porridge is, right? Oh, yeah, yeah Is that yeah. a soup? 
No, absolutely all right, not. All right, but no. Alex got back on with uh, the snow cone. All right, back to uh, all right. So that's what a snow cone is, Russ. Have you ever okay. have you ever eaten one of them? No, nah, I don't think so. So you've never uh, operated the machine. All right, I am totally lost. Uh, what's the score, Deborah? Yeah, we're tied up, up at 2-2, and it's Alan's turn. All right, Alan, uh, well, this is timely. Has uh, Russ and Gainesville, we're getting away from the snow. It got complicated. Uh, has Russ and Gainesville ever been to Mardi Gras in New Orleans? Has Russ ever been to Mardi Gras in New Orleans? Uh, nobody wishes he had. Oh, probably. That's a good answer. Russ, you ever been to Mardi Gras in New Orleans? No, you know, I've been through uh, New Orleans, but I'm never there during the Mardi Gras. It's, uh, I went like six years in a row, and my body shut down. So you, you don't need to go there, Russ. It's, it's too much. It's too much going on there. All right, it is now John's turn. Never, however, with Russ in Gainesville. Has Russ in Gainesville ever won more than $1,000 in the lottery? Has he ever won more than $1,000 in the lottery? What do you think? No. Russ, you ever won, won more than a grand in the lottery? My girlfriend handed me one of those scratch-off tickets on Christmas morning. And I said, ah, you know, I scratched it. It was $500. That's so, most, the only thing I've ever won. But less than 1000 Yes. All right, so John is right. Uh, I've, won, I've, won, I've hit those $500 scratchers before. That's a, that's a good feeling. That's a good I feeling bet. right there, Longoria. <laughs> I bet. There's one. I actually hit, I actually hit one that was over $1,000. But you have to go claim it or collect it. So I talked to the guy at uh, the Shell station. I'm like, give me nine fifty, and you take the ticket. He's like, all right. So he went and did $50 and went down there and claimed it. I, you know, tax stuff. I don't know. Sanjay's like, don't claim it. So I, I listened to the official account of the Mark <laughs> Aram show. All right. Never have I ever with Russ in Gainesville continues with Alan. Uh, has uh, Russ in Gainesville ever been bitten by a dog, Alan? What do you think? Yes. Russ, you ever been bitten by a pooch? Oh, heck yes. Really? Oh, yeah. By your own dog or the neighbor's dog? When I was a kid, I was bitten in the face by a Dalmatian. I had stitches and everything. A Dalmatian? I picked up the puppy. It was a mother, and she just just munched my face. It wasn't like you you were trying to to make a coat out of it? (laughs) Were you trying to break into the firehouse? I don't know. You know, I just I shouldn't have picked up the puppy. Yeah, Dalmatians are weird dogs. You guys ever have a? My buddy had Dalmatian. That thing had mental issues. A ro- uh, my roommate did. Yeah, it was a very. They're just so overbred. Skittish, weird dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that'd be a good dog for you, actually, Russ. Russ uh, Dalmatian. All right. Final question of uh, Never Have Ever with Russ in Gainesville. It is John's turn. Has uh, Russ in Gainesville ever been stung by a bee, John? What do you think? Yes. Russ, you ever been stung by a bee? A wasp will fly by 20 people and sting me. So that's a yes. You've been multiple no, yeah. times. Russ in Gainesville has been stung by a bee, a wasp, a yellow jacket, a hornet, all of the above probably, right? Yep. Yeah, all right. Uh, what's the final score of Never Have I Ever, Deborah? It is tied at 4-4. Oh, we got to do one more. Um, all right. You guys, uh, here's how we're going to do the tiebreaker. I'm making this up as we go. I'm going to uh, say, I'm going to ask a question about Russ. If you know the answer... Say the name. Just yell out your name so I know who to call on first, all right? So, Alan, you see, if you know the answer, say Alan. John, if you know the answer, say John, okay? Okay. All right, here's the question is, what is the name of Russ's current living girlfriend? John. John, what's the answer? 
Karen. It is Karen. Good job. All right. Alan, fantastic performance. Unfortunately, we only have one prize today. Uh, tell uh, John what he has won, Deborah Green. You got a virtual screening pass to go check out Land with Robin Wright next Thursday, March 4th. I love Robin Wright. John, congratulations, brother. Thank you. All right, hang on, hang on the line. That was good. He he knew your girlfriend. That's a fan right there, Russ. That he knew Karen. That's great. Yeah, I've you know, got a new girl moving in. Oh, what, what breaking news sound? I'm gonna make Longoria push every hey, freaking button on the thing. Uh, who's the new girlfriend moving in? This is funny. It's Melissa, and I've never met her. She's a blind uh, move in. Well, well, she's blind and she's moving in blind. No, she's you know like a blind date. She's a blind move in. How did I've never met her? Can you hang on? I want to talk to you about this after the break. I don't know if this is a good idea, Russ. Well, I'm there on Facebook. I'll send you a picture. All right, hang on. I want to pick your brain on this. Can you, can you hang on okay. another minute? Oh, yeah. All right, all right. We're going to finish up. Russ is getting a blind roommate. That I don't think this is going to work out well. We'll finish up uh, with Russ. Why, why not? Why not end the work week with Russ in Gainesville? This is the Mark Arab Show. I'm sorry. I was I, doing your spots, and I forgot I got, this. I got Longoria spinning plates over there. Uh, Russ, uh, sorry Chuck hung up on you. Real quick, we're going to finish up with Russ because Deborah's going to give us the uh, Girl Scout cookie power rankings, if you can pull those up, Deborah. All right, so you met a girl on Facebook, and now she's moving in. You've never met Russ. Why, 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 why? What are you doing? Well, you... she knows me from Gainesville and blah, blah, blah. And she keeps talking to me all the time. And, she, you know, she said, you know, can I come stay there? And I said, well, I'll just come stay for a couple of days, and we'll test it. Are so, you going to charge your rent? Is that is the thing you need? You need money for the. I mean, I've got kidney, Russ. Bedroom, <laughs> but you, but I, I don't know about all that. She uh, must be very attractive if you're doing this, right? She's got to be good looking. I mean, I sent you a picture. She's, you know, she's all right. Wait, you just sent it now? Oh, here it is, yep. Melissa. Girl moving in. Melissa. Yep. Yeah. All right. I can see that. I can see you with her, Russ. All right. What is? Have, did you have to consult Karen about this, or I mean, did she get a vote? I told her. I told her she was coming. To, see, I've got um, a couple appointments coming up, and I'm not gonna. Like I've got a, a, tomorrow. I'm getting my COVID shot. Oh, that's right. That's right. So, so you need an you extra know, I'm not hand. Let anything interfere with that? So she's gonna have to wait till Monday or so to come. All right. Well, we'll follow up next week on how that goes. Uh, keep us posted, Russ. Uh, uh, Chuck thinks you're gonna lose a kidney, but we'll see. <laughs> All right, Russ, have a good weekend. Good luck with the shot and everything, bud. Thanks a lot, Mark. Thanks, right. guys. Uh, Girl Scout cookies are here, and the power rankings, is this kind of like the college football rankings, Deborah Green? Yeah, What's going well, on this, here? this, I guess, is the how much people order, like is the most popular Oh, most popular, sales. Order. So, yeah. All right, go from the bottom up. The go bottom. from the bottom so it starts, up. It gives me 12 options here. So number 12 is the caramel chocolate chip. Are you guys familiar with I've that I've never one? heard of that Girl Scout cookie. Yeah, maybe ca- that's why it's at 12. But that sounds like pretty good. Caramel chocolate chip, Yeah, I'd right? get that one. Yeah. That wasn't on the list when I ordered Let's see them. if Alex Williams knows. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. Number 11 is the new one. It's called Toast Yays. It's the one that's supposed to taste like French toast. So they're brand new this year. Okay. So I, I have think, not tried that yeah, one yet. Yeah, so you'd have to order them now. Toast Yays. All right. Toast Yays. Uh, number 10 is Lemonades. Are those the like the oh, those powdery ones? Mm, these are... I think those are just the lemon cookies, right? Yeah, they're, not... like, they're kind of like a lemon bar. They're a little... Oh, if I remember they're a little, they're a little, they're a little closer to the flavor of a lemon. They're the cir- they look like a, they're shaped like a circle. Look like an actual slice of a lemon. Oh, okay, that not not the one with the powdered sugar on it. No, that's okay. a different one. Right. Uh, number nine. Number nine is the Girl Scout s'mores. Apparently, there's two versions of the s'mores. This I didn't like the them last year. Second version of it. I didn't like those no. last year. Well, they're um, number nine, so not many. Okay. Number eight is the trefoils. 
Those are little shortbread ones. Oh, the old lady those. cookies. You those like them too? Dude, those are the best. We, we were those making fun of Michelle Wright in the newsroom the other day because that's her favorite. Oh, those, those, those are my favorite. Really? Like, all right. By far. Okay. All right. Uh, number seven. Number seven is the lemon elves. Those are the ones I think you were thinking. With the, with oh, the, the powder. The ones that get stolen, right? Those okay. are good. Yes. Yeah. The ones that got, oh, man, all my cookies got stolen. <laughs> Number six is the other version of the s'mores. Um, one is covered in chocolate, and one looks more like a sandwich. That's how they're different for the s'mores. I don't think I had the one covered in chocolate. Maybe I'll that's give those a shot two, this year. So. Yeah, that's the one thing about the pandemic. My Girl Scout ladies that have the daughters, they're not in the building anymore. Can't so they email you? They haven't, though. Oh. Like, I'm I'm all, I'm all bone dry here. I can yeah. hook it up. I got somebody down the street. Hey, oh, do you? Yeah. All right. Longoria's got a dealer. Uh, <laughs> I, got, I got a I dealer got a that I'll kill with Girl Scout. Number five, Number Girl five Scout Cookie Power Ranking. Toffee Tastic. Those are okay. I think yeah. those are gluten free. Oh. I think that's right. the gluten free offering that Chris Chandler gets. You're Number right. F- gluten free Toffee Tastic. Yeah. I know my Girl Scout cookies. Right. Number four. Number four is the Thin Mint. My favorite. My all time favorite. Yeah. Number four. Yeah. Really? You don't like the Thin Mint? I do not. They remind me of those little chocolate mints that you get. Those like are at, great. I don't like oh, those. those are the best. Like, yeah. I'll yeah. give them to Lily. Right. Lily so likes those. Longoria, no longer getting star of the show. Uh, <laughs> number three. Number three, you got the dosi dough. That's the peanut butter one. Those are good. I like yeah. those. Those are the peanut butter sandwich ones, or is that the... Those are the sandwichy ones. Yeah, I like yeah. those. Number, number two. Number two is a tag-along. That's the peanut butter patty one. I like those as well. And the number one... Girl Scout cookie in the power rankings for 2021 is the Samoa. Yeah, yes. they're good, but I prefer a thi- I'd go oh, Thin Mints one, best. and then the peanut butters, and then Samoas would come in. Uh, come in My number four for me. My wife hates Samoas. Is this the really? coconut oh, on it? she hates them. Is it because they're yeah. exotic? I don't know. She, right. That's her words. <laughs> let's do. Uh, let's do Star of the Show. Are you guys ready for the Mark Arams? We're getting five stars of the show tonight. Get your pen ready, Chuck. Uh, Alex Williams knew what a freaking snow cone was. That was a miracle. Deborah Green, as always, did a great job. Chuck uh, got uh, hooked up our news team, and Longoria pushed 92 buttons inside of a three-minute segment. So uh, you you all, all y'all. Did I give one to Russ, too? Yeah, Russ in Gainesville gets one for losing a kidney over the weekend. Uh, (laughs) We'll continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network, and it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.